The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Your home is probably your biggest asset. As lifestyles change, your environment needs to change too. Welcome to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment with Laura Minnep. Laura has nearly two decades of lifestyle consulting experience. She can help you improve your living situation and help maximize your home value when the time comes to move along to the next phase of your life. Now, here is your host, Laura Minnep. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I have another very special guest. You know, it's a holiday time for many of us, and this is a time of the year where there's much joy, a lot of memories, and a lot of times there's a a lot of sadness associated with it, especially if we've experienced the loss of a loved one at any age. So today, my guest is Ty Morgan. Charles Ty Morgan, a counselor and spiritual director of Cornerstone of Hope. Throughout our lives, the journey takes us on many different paths of joy, happiness, drama, loss, and grief. And we know that. The times in our lives where we celebrate the good give us strength to also cope with the heartache and the heartbreaking feelings of loss and isolation. My guest this week, Charles Ty Morgan, a counselor and spiritual director for Cornerstone of Hope. This wonderful organization is dedicated to providing support, education, and hope for the grieving. Guided by Christian values of compassion and service, they welcome and serve all seeking support. Ty will share with us insight on the stages of grief and how oftentimes the human touch and compassion with understanding can help in a time when individuals feel totally helpless or at loss. We will also share his he will also share his knowledge on how we can also help others when life seems overwhelming and how during the holidays this is more evident than at any time of the year for those who have experienced the loss of a loved one. At any time in our life, today, yesterday, years ago, before I turn the microphone over to Ty Morgan, I would like to give a brief introduction on his magnificent background. Charles Ty Morgan, MSW, LSW, is a counselor and again a spiritual director with the Cornerstone of Hope. The past seven years, Ty has organized support groups and counseled individuals to promote healing. Led by God, Ty has accepted a calling to specialize in healing grief and nurturing spirituality. As a bereavement counselor, Ty has developed a passion and a unique skill to set per- to provide hope to the grieving. He received his Bachelor of Science degree in Human Development and Family Science from Bowling Green's Green University and completed his graduate work in social work at Cleveland State University. Yes, that's Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) Ty is also a devoted husband and a proud parent of three children. Here's a big welcome to Ty Morgan from Cornerstone of Hope. 
Good morning, Ty, and thank you for joining us today. Good morning. Very good to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Again, very challenging time of the year for a lot of people. It sure is. Absolutely. Many people face with challenges. They do. And so, Ty, just um, in a good, simple way, help us understand what is the cornerstone of hope. Cornerstone of Hope is a unique bereavement facility. Uh, We have specialized in helping individuals with challenges specific to loss. Uh, Of all ages, we're trying to help people cope with a significant loss being a loved one that they've had, uh, like you said, could be recent, could be from many years ago. Uh, Just providing them support, education, giving them a place to be heard, giving them a place to feel nurtured and loved on. Uh, It's important for people who are facing these kind of challenges with loss just to know that they're not alone, that people care. And most importantly, that's what we want to do. Let them know they're not alone and there is support available to them. Ty, um, how, do people, how do people find you? How, how do people know that you're out there? Well, we have a lot of referrals in the community, so we try to do a, a really good job of making sure that different uh, organizations, hospitals, hospice, uh, so psychologists, uh, psychiatrists, whatever it may be, Uh, know that we're available so we can get referrals. We also work with a lot of religious organizations, uh, speaking to the congregations or the parishes, letting them know that we're out there. Uh, A lot of friends will refer us once they've heard of us because of the good uh, help that we've given them uh, before. So many different avenues we try to tap into to make sure that they know that the resource is available to them. And right now, you are a nonprofit organization? We currently are, yes. A lot of the proceeds that we receive are simply from generous individuals who want to continue to help us further our mission to, to provide support to the grieving. I want to get a little bit specific because, again, this is a very, um, again, unique and challenging time in a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of times we don't look at this with a big smile on our face. Yeah. You know, it's challenging to find and tap into the actual joy and knowledge that new doors are opening for us when we have these losses. Ty, how do you interact? How, how do you help people through these stages of the grieving process? Yeah. Well, most importantly is just to embrace this reality. It's a part of life that many people don't want to embrace. We're afraid of it or intimidated by it, but no one can escape it. Uh, it's as much of a reality as any other part of life. It's just a tough part of reality. It's a very healthy thing to embrace it and allow it to uh, come into our lives in such a way that we can learn all the lessons that are available through it. Many times the toughest lessons that we're learning as we go through it, but very necessary ones. The healthiest of individuals are those who are comfortable with embracing life's most difficult challenge and the hardest lessons that it has to teach us. And that's really super personal because a lot of us spend an entire lifetime looking into ourselves Mm. and not possibly uh, having the courage to tell the truth or to be honest with ourselves. And nobody else needs to know. Nobody else needs to know what it is or where we're coming from. But it is a unique and a beautiful gift. And I, I know many people, Ty, thank you for you having the ability to expose and help them to adventure into that time of their life where they have the most expansion Mm -hmm. and growth. 
I want to really delve into that a little bit more. But before we get there, Ty, mm-hmm. can you help me? I know that Mark and Christy, and what is their last name? Tripodi. Tripodi. Yeah. Okay, I didn't want to mess that up. Yeah, it's easy to do. They are the founders. They sure are. And they themselves, they're the founders for like many of us, mm-hmm. for a very specific reason, yeah. and it was personal. Yeah, it sure was. Mark and Christy Tripodi, uh, about 13 years ago now, maybe a little bit over, had a three-year-old son named Bobby. Uh, Bobby began to show some symptoms of being ill. Uh, they did take him in to get help, uh, but they could not find out what was wrong with him early enough. Ended up being bacterial meningitis. Uh, by the time they were able to discover what was wrong with the young man, it was too late, and, and he did die. Mark and Christy uh, found themselves in a very difficult situation, a lot of pain, a lot of sorrow they were trying to manage, and needed help, and they looked for it. And it was difficult to find what it was they needed. Uh, they literally traveled uh, all over the United States trying to find the type of support that they were looking for. Wow. And when they figured out what that was, they wanted to provide it to Northeast Ohio. Uh, so they've done... Uh, they've made it their lives worked and done a great job doing that to provide Northeast Ohio and uh, continuing to expand to other states. But uh, the support that they needed through the loss of their three-year-old son, uh, very necessary for them to have that. They will continue to, they continue to talk about how finding the right support was necessary to them to get through uh, their most difficult challenge they've ever faced. A lot of times these losses are our greatest teachers. Yeah, they sure are. And that we need to, I know this is, again, a very challenging statement, but to, to thank those that have chosen to leave. I know they are leaving us behind, mm-hmm. but at the same time, through the, that beautiful gift, it opens up our doors here on earth mm-hmm. to experience and share much like Mark and Christy are doing This would not exist had they not had this experience. And so through this experience, they are now sharing, loving, and expanding, and allowing people to know that there is hope. That's right. That's That's right. right. Yeah, they talk a lot about turning their pain into purpose, their tragedy into triumph. And they've done a great job doing that. And they continue to inspire people. And we've made it our mission there. There's several of us counselors that feel their passion to help people turn their pain into purpose and, again, tragedy into triumph. And they're just a beautiful example of that being possible. Because if you ask them just after their loss if that was going to be possible in their lives, they would have said no. They were, they were devastated, as many are. Sure. Well, we can talk about that as well. I mean, when there's a loss, and, and usually, no matter how we prepare ourselves if if we have the time mm-hmm. or or if, if it's been allowed for us to pre- we're not prepared yeah no there's really no way to be prepared for it you know once this comes you realize that you could have spent you know numerous hours studying reading any type of literature but this is a type of pain that there's no preparation for you have to learn as you go through it what those lessons are that it wants to teach you And no matter what it is that you would learn, uh, the pain is so deep and so profound, you really can't begin to imagine what it is to walk through a valley uh, until you get there. And so, uh, again, meeting people in that moment because it's very disorienting and overwhelming for them uh, is also part of something that we really enjoy doing. 
again, because nobody is really uh, prepared for what they're going to be facing and, and has all the tools, so we try to equip them to have those tools as well. Ty, and the role that you play is so vital because here it is when you've had this loss, it's almost as if everyone has taken all the walls, all of your protection, everything is gone. You are exposed. That's right. you, are, you are raw. Mm-hmm. And here you are. Mm-hmm. You're the first one to come up to almost, we can call it a wound. Yeah, You're the first right. one in. Mm-hmm. You're the first one to, to uh, send the, the good message. Right. I know that sounds a little bit trite, but mm-hmm. it is a truth. As simple as that message is, and most importantly, the message is that you're not alone. That's right. And that people do care. Mm-hmm. We are human for a beautiful reason in, yeah. in this life. And we do share many of the same journeys. Mm-hmm. But Ty, I'm wondering, through your experience, how many people actually realize that they are not alone? Well, not enough. I, I think that's the first thing that we hear from individuals when we get to meet with them is that it's so good for me to know that someone understands and that I'm not the only one. And that in itself is very healing. We are coming up on a commercial break. <laughs> I told you this would come up fast. Yeah. But when we come back, I want to get into a little bit more specific. It is how it is your approach okay. and how do, does the Cornerstone of Hope, um, what is their what is their mission, of course, and their vision? Very good. Okay, great. We'll be right back after this commercial break. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, everyone. Again, we are here with Ty Morgan from Cornerstone of Hope. 
And Ty, again, I can't thank you enough. This is um, a beautiful part of our life, but at the same time, a very most challenging, for a lot of us, a very challenging time of our life. Again, no matter what age we are, Mm. this is something that, as you put um, during the break, just part of life. Yeah. But... Again, no, there isn't anyone who can prepare us for this. Yeah. So, Ta, here you come, and we find you. Mm-hmm. And loving the idea of what the cornerstone of hope is, mm-hmm. how is it? What are the stages that you help us get through when we have this experience? Okay. Well, the first thing, as we had kind of alluded to in the last segment, was embracing it. And with that comes a level of acceptance. This is a type of struggle, a deep pain that people find themselves in that no one really wants to admit exists. And if we could somehow avoid it or go around it or just stick our head in the sand and come up and it be gone, that'd be great. That's not the reality. Uh, For us to be healthy individuals, for us to find ourselves reaching our potential, uh, we have to embrace life's joys and life's sorrows. So again, the first step of that, as you were saying, people being in a very vulnerable state, letting them know it's okay this is normal, this is what it looks like. Life uh, certainly can't uh, prepare you for what you're about to go through, but also know that this is something that a lot of people are experiencing. And again, that it's okay. Many people feel that they're losing touch with reality or that they're going crazy. I hear multiple people (laughs) say that. But you're not. Uh, This, again, is a very normal stage, but probably the hardest one that you'll go through, the hardest journey, and and longer than we want it to be as well many times. Sometimes people will come into our office, and it's been several months or even years, and they would have thought, or they tell me, I think that I should be over this by now. But that's not the reality. We really don't get over it, per se. I try to work with clients to put that vocabulary away. You know, there is no getting over and moving on. We move forward with this pain. We learn from the pain, but it becomes part of us and a healthy part of us and part of us that helps us, again, reach the potential to which we were created to have within us. And again, that's something that's hard for people to embrace. I still struggle to embrace that on a daily basis. But the more that we can and the more that we can help people do that, the more that they can move into, again, turning that pain into purpose and realizing that there is great lessons to be learned from this and inspiration to be had from some of the deepest pains that we have. Ty, I have to imagine that when you're meeting with a person, a client for the first time, um, that you you do a, an evaluation mm-hmm. because, of course, we are all unique Thank God. (laughs) So we react and and um, and also have our individual emotional um, needs. So how do you how do you evaluate? How, How do you come to a place of understanding of what stage that this person may be in the grieving process? Sure. Well, it's interesting you bring that up. The first and most important thing is to meet people where they are in that pain, not trying to put them in a place that they're not or push them to a place that they're not ready to go. When you say stages, it's important to mention that 
there's not a linear fashion to grief. There's not a linear process where there's a direct start and a direct end point. It's more of a circular type of process, if you will, or one with ups and downs. It's not really predictable. It's not as if you move through one stage and then you graduate to the next. Uh, stages, as it was said early on when we began to study grief, uh, were, are useful and still today uh, we use them. Um, and not that there's not uh, anger, not that there's not bargaining and depression, um, acceptance is part of that as well. But again, not that they're in a linear set where you move from one to the other. You go back and forth. Sometimes people are angry very early on, and then months later they'll find themselves angry again. We go back and forth in, in our levels of acceptance. Sometimes we're very accepting of this pain, and other times we want to again push it to the side or avoid it. So again, where is that person at and where do they want to go? What are they ready to hear? What sort of growth do they want to experience and are they ready to embrace? And how we assess that is simply just by listening. It's important for us not to try to put our values on them or our beliefs or try to say, here's the goal, I want to get you there. Most importantly, what is this lesson teaching you? What is this pain bringing to the surface for you that you want to face and address? And then we just walk with them through that. Give them uh, the idea that there's courage and strength inside of them that they didn't know that was there to face this. And again, to grow in a direction that they're comfortable with and that they desire to grow. This also opens up opportunity for them. Many, many avenues of opportunity. But maybe one of the most important ones is actually experiencing for themselves personally, but then sharing, sharing and teaching. Mm -hmm. Don't we learn the most? Isn't this ironic? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't we learn the most when we're actually the teacher? Yeah. When we have allowed ourselves the courage, and it does take a lot of courage. Mm. We're talking about specifically today uh, grief in the process of death and dying. Sure. But grief can come in many forms. It's not necessarily the physical death and dying. That's right. We can have loss in many ways. That's right. And, and your process, your ability to help, it isn't just pertaining to the physical loss of someone, but the loss of something that has been part of your life mm-hmm. and you emotionally. So you have to tune into that. Yeah. You, this person may have come to you because they have this loss of a loved one. But the truth is they may have a loss of many things, yeah. not just that loved one in their life. That's right. Yeah, when someone passes away, when we lose a loved one, we certainly have lost a physical existence of someone that we care for, but we lose so much more. And depending on the relationship will dictate what those losses are. Uh, specifically, when someone loses a spouse, the losses are you know, innumerable. There is the loss of whatever role they played in the home. Uh, one lady I know lost her husband. She you know, relied on him to do things around the home, whether that be you know, work with plumbing or change light bulbs. He did a lot of the grocery shopping, things like that. She lost all of those supports in her life. Other people who spend a lot of time with them, whether it be outside doing recreational activities, uh, going to social functions with that person, all of the different things that make up the routines of our lives are affected, and all of those losses come to the surface And it's hard to even imagine all the losses that we have immediately. It usually takes time, uh, several months even, for a person to begin to realize all that they've lost. 
They certainly recognize the physical existence as God, but when you lose the support, when you lose a confidant, when you lose someone who is in your corner encouraging you and uh, inspiring you to be everything that you were created to be, uh, there's multiple facets to the loss process as we begin to understand each of those. So a lot of this is recognizing, again, and having the courage to look at it, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and that is probably one of, I, I hate saying the word stages, but mm-hmm. really acknowledging and recognizing that this loss is more expansive than just the possible physical loss. That's right. I mean, you're going to deal with a lot more emotional things mm-hmm. probably than you ever even imagined, yeah. including guilt, yeah. um, uh, uh, resentment. Yeah, um, the, You know, we talk about the basics, the anger and the, and the uh, depression. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is that you can't, we feel that this, there's a severing and we don't deal well in as humans yeah. with a severing. That's but right. you allow us to know that that, that is not the truth. That's the right. truth is it's not a severing. That's right. Yeah, our identity is constantly being formed. And one of the things in life that inspires us or pushes us into developing that identity further is loss. And we're not really ready to do that when we experience the loss. A lot of times we like who we are and we like the way our lives work. And we thought we were doing just fine. We thought we were doing just <laughs> fine, yeah. And a lot of that changes. Priorities can be readjusted, values change, the way that we spend our time can change. And again, those aren't all negative things. Those can be very good. Uh, But it takes something as significant as a loss to sometimes push us to further develop our identity and change it in such a way that we do continue to grow and embrace life's changes in a way that, again, allow us to be very healthy, find happiness and joy, even though we think that maybe that wasn't possible. Oh, I love the idea. Again, again, being appreciative. I know this is challenging and I'm going to say it out loud, but being appreciative of the person that it is that we have lost. Mm. For them, whatever part and role they played in our life, but they also volunteered to leave so that we who are left, Mm. now we have choices. We have choices to embrace it, Mm. to, to accept it, um, and also to use it to, to expand our lives, yeah. you know, for the betterment and happiness and That's joy. Right. And those that we that have gone on to a most beautiful place, yeah. wherever that truth is for you, sure. they're done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're gone. They're croaked. They're done. They've choked. But they are leaving us with all the beauty yeah. and the gifts that. Again, while they were here, we may not have recognized. Yeah, one of the great responsibilities, I'll say, or one of the great uh, opportunities that we have after a loss occurs is to carry on a legacy. And, you know, when somebody dies, we originally aren't thinking of that. How can I continue to carry this legacy? But we realize what an honor that is. And what better way to memorialize a person, to remember a person, than to continue to carry forth all the things that made them beautiful and special. And that's one way that we can embrace that healing is through embracing that legacy. I want to be, I want to become, I want to show this world 
everything that that person was that made them who I who made them what I loved about them. And then when we do that, again, I don't know how better we can honor a person than when we embody those things ourselves. A lot of times I work with people, and obviously I don't ever get to meet those loved ones that they lost, but I get to see them in that person. They're able to show the light that that person had in their lives through the way that they talk about them and the way that they demonstrate all the things that were beautiful about that relationship. Well, isn't that those words are perfect, Ty, because that is the truth. It's we... The most important part for us is to remember to stay true to ourselves, right. be ourself, mm-hmm. but by golly, in, enjoy and appreciate what it is that that person, whomever that person was, our loved one, whomever that was, what it is that they wanted to be part of on this earth. That's right. And we have the joy and the ability mm-hmm. to embrace that right. and take that on as part of who we are, an extension, That's right. an extension of who we are. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and that is a beautiful thing when you're able to meet someone and they are able to demonstrate to you how beautiful relationship is and how beautiful a person was and continue to let their light shine even though they may not be living anymore. Absolutely. Uh, I, I know that we're ready for another commercial break. <laughs> but when we come back... Um, I do have a new client I'd like to uh, just talk briefly about who okay. is um, working with you okay. and is having this tremendous adventure. Okay. And, um, and so I'd like to share that just briefly. But also, I, uh, when we do come back, I want to talk about how it is we can move forward okay. in our lives. Okay. We'll be right back with Ty Morgan. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. 
If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now back to Dynamic Insights for your home environment. Welcome back, everyone. Again, we are here with Ty Morgan from Cornerstone of Hope. Okay, so right before the break, we were talking about embracing um, this loss or the grieving process itself, but also making it work for us mm-hmm. so that we em- can embrace it with with actual happiness, actually, yeah. and um, lo- allowing it to enhance our lives and be appreciative of that. Sure. Um, I wanted to share with you, Ty, we have a mutual client. Mm-hmm. Um, he just called me last week. He um, has been married, had been married to his wife for 40-some years, mm-hmm. and they had a beautiful relationship. Now, again, this is also something that, you know, not every relationship is ideal. Just because yeah. you've had a loss, the most important part is to grasp onto the things that you enjoyed and loved the most. Right. But that doesn't mean that you had this you know, amazing relationship necessarily or interaction with that person. Mm-hmm. It's allowing the loss to represent, though, those beautiful things that you had together. Yeah, that's right. um, and this gentleman, it was interesting because he called me. Um, now, we, we're environmental of well-being, of aging, and what we do is uh, we um, enhance and change and alter your atmosphere to accommodate your new needs as you grow older in life. Mm-hmm. Now, that could be in your home or your office. But this gentleman came to me and said, Laura, you know, I'm dealing with a loss. My wife, she, you know, my beautiful partner has passed. And it is a challenge to me mm-hmm. to know how to move forward. Yeah. And he said, I'd like to ask you for your help. And he um, I'm going to pl- plug for you. Um, Boomers and Beyond is a, a um, is a magazine that we have here locally that is addressing this aging in place mm. uh, in a very large way, in a grand format. Um, but he really said, he said, Laura, I would like you to help me to follow through with what it is my wife and I were doing before mm. she passed. And that was, of all things, Ty, mm. Remodeling and changing their kitchen. Okay. The atmosphere in which they lived in, mm. that they live in. And so he would like to follow through and continue that journey sure. and create a mm. new atmosphere that he can embrace and mm. be joyful in. Yeah. But it's part of the healing process, I feel, for him as well. And a beautiful, unique way to do it because it is going to be a project. And isn't the healing process a project? Yeah, it sure is. Absolutely. That's a beautiful way for someone to embrace healing and to continue to memorialize a person so special to them. There's a few ways that people can grieve. There's intuitive and there's instrumental. Uh, The two biggest, the difference, I guess, in that would be one is more emotional, talking, kind of crying it out. The other one is actually doing something more tangible, physical. And the client you're speaking of is doing a great job of embracing both of those avenues of healing. When we typically think of healing from a loss, we typically think of the emotions and running through that process. But a lot of people, like Paul, you mentioned, is doing something more physical physical and tangible, which is equally, equally as healing. 
uh, for him to put all of the effort that it's going to take into remodeling a kitchen uh, for him, but also in honor of his wife, again, is a beautiful way to embrace it and will promote a lot of healing in him. As he's putting up you know, each cabinet and the countertop and whatever it is the process will look like as he goes through it, he's going to be reminded I'm here doing this. She's not here to be with me. It's okay that she's not here. I'm going to continue to live and move forward and live my life in whatever way it is that would honor her uh, and embrace that all the way along the way. And so we always encourage people, you know, come for the individual appointments, join support groups, whatever it may be, talk about the loss, but also be a part of things that allow you to do that uh, tangible, physical level of grieving that allows you to heal through a different avenue. And move forward. And move forward, absolutely. And you are, as my, my beautiful mother would say, two whole people coming together to make three So here it is that this gentleman, um, Paul, is allowing himself Mm -hmm. a new approach, a whole approach, incorporating both of his personal life experience and love and joy. So he is going to be excited. Yes. Embrace this and and look forward to the journey ahead. Yeah, that's right. It's it's important to note, you know, don't expect that happiness will come right away. It's really important to embrace the sadness and the struggles, but it is possible. We trust the process that life is ups and downs. Life many times will throw us challenges that we're not ready for, but it doesn't mean that there's not joy ahead. As we embrace the journey, as we are committed to moving forward, as we allow ourselves to heal and let the healing process take its place in our lives, there is uh, a new day coming where it can be the best time of our life. In, in light of the grief that we've gone through, we can move into a new era, a new stage, a new identity where our love for them is still so strong. Very. There's still pain there, but the love that we have for them inspires us and motivates us to make the most of the time that we have left here. And again, honor them by carrying their legacy and living our lives in such a way that let them see the beauty that they left inside of us that we want the world to continue to see. Oh, perfectly said, Ty. Absolutely perfectly said. That being said, though, a lot of people don't realize, again, the cornerstone of hope is a beautiful resource. Mm -hmm. But there are many resources out there that are available to us to allow us and help us in the stages of growing older, Mm -hmm. especially when we've experienced a loss Mm -hmm. this word loneliness is a big word it's a very big word loneliness um which leads to a lot of times some of the sadness or a lot of the sadness that's in our life so the loss again is not just that person that we've lost but now we have to deal with some really strong um self-identity yeah and that when we get go through this loneliness stage, it is okay, is yeah. it not, to ask for help? Yeah, and it's really imperative that we do so. You know, it is not possible for someone to be as healthy, happy, uh, reaching their fullest potential, becoming everything they were created to be without the support of others. Uh, professional and just, you know, your normal relational world, the people that you count on, friends and family. 
many people perceive those who are grieving to maybe want to be alone and to do it in a corner. And, Isn't and, that the truth? And many people will isolate themselves because they don't want to reinsert themselves. But it is so important that we ask, like you were saying, ask professionals or ask family, ask friends, uh, to let them know that we're not alone because many people feel that they do. And the way that we're wired, the way that we're created, we're relational beings. And just because we lose maybe the most important relationship to us and certainly one significant to us doesn't mean that that's the time to cut off all the other ones. It's important to embrace the ones that understand the most because not everybody in your relational world is going to always get it. They're not going to have a deep understanding of what you're going through. But I believe everybody at least has a few. And if it isn't um, one or two friends, maybe it is that professional in your life. And I think, Ty, isn't it challenging for those around us? They do not know how to interact when we've had a loss. They don't know how to continue incorporating us in their life. So all of a sudden, that loneliness is meaning another thing. That means we didn't ask for it, but we got cut off from what our, we'll call it norm, or our social comfort was because the people that are surrounding us, they don't know how to be in our lives. That's right. It's very normal for you to have a relationship, for anyone to have a relationship with several people and then lose one of those significant relationships and all the relationships be affected. Everybody's going to have a different journey and on that journey, some are going to experience much more loss than others. Some have experienced none and if that being the case, it's very hard for them to understand what that person is going through. In addition to that, these lessons, these challenges that you're going through when you experience loss, people are many times intimidated by them and will sometimes try to avoid them in such a way that people going through it, they will avoid them as well. Right. So it's not you, it's not the individual that you're doing something wrong. It's just a natural part of the process that as you develop this new identity, as you enter this new phase of life, things become rearranged and that includes relationships, which is unfortunate. But as I was saying just a few minutes ago, embrace those few, those those ones that get it and that want to be there. Um, give their inability sometimes to completely understand it, but embrace their desire to want to be with you on the journey. And they, be, they may be somebody new in your life. Could very well be. That's right. Much like yourself. That's right. It, it, it's the hum, human interaction. Mm. And not and it is, I think, very important for us to remember that not just one person is going to fulfill all of our needs. That's right. Yeah, there's not that one person that's going to just step into your life and fix everything or make it all better. It definitely takes a collective approach to making sure you have all those different individuals who bring a little something different to the table and have their unique gifts to offer. And it's very important for people to realize, and that's what the we are in embracing a new um, coalition. It's an environmental well-being of aging coalition. And what it is is to allow people to know these resources are vast. And most of these resources are being stimulated and also motivated by personal experiences, much like Mark and Christy and the whole cornerstone of hope. Mm. But when we talk about these resources, it can be simple as someone coming in and helping you do the tasks that your partner may have done. Yes. Cleaning the house. Yeah. Uh, walking the dog. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe even finding you a dog. That's right. Um, yeah. 
introducing you to um, groups and organizations, these are not grieving groups. These are interactive social groups. There are uniquely developing a lot of organizations and groups that are happening around the world that are um, one-to-one interactions Mm -hmm. for people to have a social new venue. Maybe you enjoy biking. Maybe you enjoy reading. Maybe you enjoy, maybe you just enjoy socializing, Mm -hmm. you know, at wherever that might be, you know, in the art museum or the science museum or so there are many services and again, organizations that are developing through our awareness of the need for these continued life experiences. We stopped it. Okay. I'm going to a grieving counselor. uh, And then what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. That, that that worked for the for the hour I was with my grieving counselor. Sure. So Cornerstone of Hope actually also helps people understand what resources are out there available to them. And you also give, I know, some wonderful ideas and tips on how to explore what you are going to be connected to that's going to help you not only get through the process, mm-hmm. but be enhanced by the process. Yes, absolutely. Ty, I hate to do this again, but we're taking a commercial break. But when we come back, I'd like to touch base on that. And then also, we did get an um, email again from someone, and I think that their question is pretty, pretty important. It's from Jack from Wisconsin, and we'll address that question when we come back. We'll be right back at this commercial break. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. 
Welcome back, everyone. I know we've touched on a lot of very, actually, heavy-duty topics today as far as our um, loss and grieving process. But remember, if there's anything you would like to um, share or ask, you are also more than welcome to email myself, laura at lauraminiff.com. L-A-U-R-A-M-I-N-E-F-F dot com. Okay, so we are again here with Ty Morgan from Cornerstone of Hope. And during the commercial break, we did, like I said, um, we have received an email question for our, from our listener in Madison, Wisconsin, for Ty. But before we address that, I would like to do a promo for next week's show on December 22nd titled, Resources to help your loved ones stay in their homes. Life has many challenges, and we know this. As we age, many of us have a goal for our loved ones and ourselves to age carefully in our own homes. Paul and Lori Hogan founded Home Instead Incorporated in 1994 in Omaha, Nebraska. Paul's own family experience caring for his grandmother led him to realize many families could use the help of an in-home caregiver. He and Lori set about creating a company to help seniors to live independently at home. The very caring mission that started home instead 21 years ago still drives the company and its franchise network today. My guest next week will be Nicole Perch. Community Liaison for Home Instead Senior Care in Oakwood Village, Ohio. She will provide insight on all of the, uh, their services, including how to pay for non-medial medical home care and will also give an overview of the more than 1,000 franchises around the world, plus how to connect with them for senior home care on a very personal level. Okay, now we're going back. Ty, here is a question from Jack in Madison, Wisconsin. Ty, thank you for your good work and all the great information. My mom lost her husband of 52 years, who was also my dad, Jack Sr., four months ago. Mom and dad were a team and died, and he died suddenly of a heart attack. I am handling my own grief, and my mom keeps saying, you don't know the pain I have. Yes, he was your father, but we were together for 52 years. She keeps wanting to say that her pain and grief are more than mine. We are both not doing well. What should we do, and what should should I say to her? Hmm. Big question. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, it's a common question. A lot of times when someone dies and the family begins to come back together and figure out what life's going to look like moving forward, There's challenges outside of the grief, such as all these dynamic changes. This is your loss, this is my loss, and what does it mean for the both of us? Now, it's really important that we don't compare whose loss is greater. It's more so important that we just embrace that losses are different. At the same time, you can't understand what it was like to be your father's uh, wife for 52 years, obviously. But she, your mom, cannot understand what it was like for you to be his son. And both of those are very important relationships and very special and unique in their own way. Whether or not she's willing to embrace the differences, you have to be. And at the same time that it may be challenging for you right now, she just may not be ready 
to embrace that. And I would encourage you just to give her a little bit of space and give her some time to go through her own healing. At some point in time, I think she'll come to a better understanding that you're hurting too, and maybe in, in some ways that she can't understand, and your pain may be just as great because your love for him could have been just as great. It isn't the amount of years that we spend with somebody. It's not even the label on the relationships with the person. It's the relationship that we shared, the love that we had for that person. That ultimately is what dictates the pain that we have. So, It brings to, to my mind an opportunity. Um, quite a while ago, I lost my sister, um, and it was, um, and she was young. She was 24 mm. when she... Um, uh, she passed, but it wasn't just myself, of course, losing my sister, but it was very, very beautiful, believe it or not, watching my parents and how they both individually mm-hmm. dealt with my sister's passing. But what was unexpected, Ty, and I didn't think about was the relationship between my mom mm-hmm. and I which prior to that loss was not necessarily a happy, healthy relationship. Now, I was in my 30s when um, I lost my sister. And, um, and I, again, didn't have an anticipation of what, the, her name was Jennifer. I didn't have an anticipation of what Jennifer's leaving would actually open the doors sure. for myself. Hmm. But again, one of the most beautiful door that opened an opportunity was the relationship that I have with my mother today. And my mother is in her seventies now and Mm. she is my, not only my best friend, but she is, she's my co-partner in life. And, and, and if you had asked me that 20 years ago, I would never have guessed that Mm -hmm. that was going to be the relationship that we would have shared. So unique as that was, I have, and that's where I came to the appreciation to thank my sister, had yeah. she not chosen to leave, mm-hmm. I would not. I, I probably would not have ever had that opportunity to yeah. enjoy and experience this relationship, this new relationship with my mother. Yeah, that is one of the things that we can see as being a positive that can come out of a death is when relationships are affected in such a way that we actually grow closer to some of those around us that maybe there was a divide between or just some challenges where we kind of rub each other the wrong way, as the saying goes. <laughs> but that's so good to hear, you know, and, and maybe even for the gentleman that emailed in, him and his mom and, and anybody out there that's listening, maybe there's some challenges going on right now between you and someone relationally. There's always hope for that to change, and I hope that it always doesn't take a death for that to happen, but it certainly is a possibility, and again, certainly one of the things that we see come out of death that could actually be a positive. Some relationships, yeah, may, may change in, in not so good ways, but there's a beautiful thing happening between you and your mother, and I think other people will find that being a common uh, result of death at times as well. So we'll say to Jack, be, be open, be aware. You yeah. never know. It may not be that you need to understand how your mom is grieving. That's right. And you may not have to justify why you're grieving that's right but the door may be open to a new relationship Hmm. and be thankful to your dad for allowing that opportunity to happen that's right yeah and and you and your mother can carry on that relationship 
uh, with the Father through his legacy, continuing to work together to make sure that he's not forgotten. And that can bond individuals together in such a way that's quite profound. If you shared a relationship with the person who has died, there's a bond there that can't be recreated in any other way. And it's a very special bond that people have. Mm. And I would encourage you and your mom to continue to embrace that, that shared relationship as well as, as the person who emailed in, Jack, to embrace that with his mother. Thank you very much, Ty. I appreciate that. I appreciate your words as well. Um, and that being said, again, we'll go to back to Mark and Christy and why it is that they came to the place of knowing and wanting to share Cornerstone of Hope. Mm-hmm. And it is through that tremendously challenging loss yes. that this beautiful, wonderful resource and outlet has developed. That's right. Ty, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Listen, we'd like to share with our listeners that if you would like to get a hold of Ty or the Cornerstone of Hope, feel free to email Ty, T-Y, cornerstoneofhope.org, or feel free to call, right? Yes, absolutely. 216-524-4673. And remember, again, you can also email myself, laura at lauraminiff.com. We want to thank everyone for listening today. This has been a most beautiful, wonderful interaction. We wish everyone the best and the happiest through these holidays. And remember, you are not alone. No, not alone. And that you are you are able and, and we're wanting you to ask the question, ask for help, yes. ask for Ask for love. Yes. You can embrace it all. That's right. And both are available. It's important to remember. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks again for listening to Dynamic Insights for your home environment. This is Laura Miniff saying goodbye. Have a wonderful day and enjoy the journey. Thank you for joining us this week for Dynamic Insights for your home environment. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Laura Minnef, next Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you live in your healthiest environment.